0: Alright, so we're just about to head into 2020 and I know a lot of people are motivated to make some big shifts. It's a great time for that. It's a great time to get your mind on track and to lead with the mind. The problem is when we do what we've inherited, we do what was taught to other people who inherited that knowledge and if that inherited knowledge is not what we want, if that lifestyle is not what we want, then we're getting dragged into a path that we don't want to go down. This is something that we need to avoid. My thought for today is about getting brought into an education system that doesn't share the values that you have. This is something that is very important to talk about. I speak with a lot of people who are like, yeah, I'm going to go get my degree in XYZ, you know, often sports science, exercise science. And also people asking like, what are you going to do about your kids' education? Because in 2020, you know, we've sold our house. We will have no fixed address uh, for 2020, probably for 2021 as well. We're going to be in Europe. We're going to be in America. We're going to be in Bali. We're going to be in Australia. We're going to be in New Zealand. We're going to be in Costa Rica. And that's about all I know at the moment. And that scares some people because they haven't been brought up in that way. When you have a family, you have to have a steady job. You have to have a base. When my encouragement would be to not have a job, I made the decision in my late teens that I would never have a nine to five job. And so far, you know, that's been the case. I didn't want to be in a routine, doing something that I didn't want to be doing over and over again. You know, that was really the challenge that I set for myself. And I also set myself the challenge to never be a slave to debt. I never wanted to be so far behind financially that I felt financial pressure to do what I had to do. And so I resolved to live a simple enough life that that wouldn't be the case, and also to make investments. I started to make investments before I was 20. Um, manage funds and and things, and I got interested in the share market. I bought some shares. I could have easily gone down that path because I I saw that there was a path there where I could become you know independently wealthy, and therefore have a degree of you know personal sovereignty and the ability to make decisions about what I wanted to do with my life. Now, when I decided to travel, I I moved out of that world. I sort of saw that I don't really agree with the values of just betting on other people's companies and that sort of thing. And so I've never gone back to the share market and manage funds and those sorts of things. But making those decisions about how your life's gonna be. I Don't encourage people to get jobs. Like don't go and get a job. And this is the opposite of the advice most of us are kind of operating under. Like if you don't have a job, you don't have self-worth. Well. I've yeah I've never really had that 9 to 5 job I have had other jobs and you might say well that's just the same but the jobs that I had were more on my own terms even if they were you know fruit picking jobs and cattle station jobs and I knew that it was a means to an end and you know I had a reasonable degree of autonomy there were you know different tasks and whatnot and I knew that it was for a period of time while I moved towards what was next what I really wanted and what I really wanted what burnt inside me was to improve the quality of life on earth as I traveled through Latin America it became hugely you know clear to me crystal clear that there was an an abundance of natural wealth so there was so much potential that was gifted to us so much beauty in nature and so much potential for an amazing life. And at the same time, huge human suffering. And that was the contrast that I didn't want, you know, that I struggled to deal with. And I didn't want to accept, because I could see children being born, you know, around this massive abundance, but then you know, being being neglected, not being able to, I'm not talking about having, you know, being clean all the time or, you know, having fancy clothes and and those sorts of things. But it's like families being torn apart for economic interest, um, poor education, you know, they're, they're things that I see as poverty, you know, when the father goes away to work somewhere else for a year or two years or 10 years, and the kids don't know the father because, they wanted a bigger TV or, you know, because they wanted the, the money, whether it's because it was for a TV or so that the kids could get a better education. But then you've got to ask the question about when, you know, you, when you're saving for the education, like what's what should that education be? You know what I mean? So um, also, you know, I also realised like putting people through a, a normal education probably wasn't going to have the results that, you know, I could see for... For, for humanity, for these kids, you know, I worked in an orphanage in Guatemala, and, and you can just see huge potential in these kids, but you just know that they're not going to grow up into a world that is going to harness that potential, and that's that's just not right, and so that was the thing that I identified of like, well, this needs to change, and so that's when you work out why you're here, Bob Proctor says, you know, there's two important days in your life, the, the day you're born and the day you realize why you were born, I think it's a quote from someone else, but I always hear from him, so that's where I'm attributing it to. So maybe you haven't had that day yet where you realize why you were born, but you you kind of have inklings of, well, this isn't right, mm, I need to move on to that, you know, or I need to learn this thing, or I need to look after my body better, or I need to start reading more books, or I need to X, y, Z, stop doing X, start doing Y, and whatever those things are just do those things and eventually you get towards that higher purpose that clarity now you know for some people they might find their higher purpose when they're doing something like Wim Hof method and they have a significant change in consciousness you know breathing techniques are a good time to have a change in consciousness or a release and from that time you can get some great clarity you may face the thing that you fear most if you get deep into some of the lesser known breathing techniques you can have you know those kind of experiences where um yeah you face what you fear most but there's you know that that is what i would say if you if you're not sure about what your path is then just move in the direction that you believe you should move in and i, I don't really think i think everybody has an inkling of which direction they should be moving towards and which things they should be moving away from and when we do that you know good things good things happen so what is it that you would do if you if you didn't have a job, if if a job was only a temporary means to get towards what it is that you really want to do and, and, and I know some people will contradict this and say, Well, look, I really just want this job and I'm happy with this job and maybe they get their fulfillment and purpose in other places. But if we think that professional life is gonna be, you know, a third a half of where we spend our time and, and energy in our lifetime maybe more than you know we want it to be in what we love most or or you know the other possibility is you know get that done with something that you tolerate and accept but then you still need to be putting your passion and putting your purpose and achieving and contributing to the collective consciousness you still need to do that you know if if um if it's not getting done to a large extent through your job But then your passion project, becoming an entrepreneur, becoming a a business owner, what are you going to do there? I have so many ideas and there are so many possibilities. What you probably lack is self-belief, specific knowledge, and people around you that will help you to get done. So you need to cultivate self-belief, you need to find that specific knowledge, and you need to... Get around people that are going to help you to get that done. That's it. Just keep doing that. Keep cultivating self-belief. How do you cultivate self-belief? I believe the best way to do that is through physical action. When you can do things that you couldn't do before, and when you can get yourself to perform the tasks that you know you should be performing, then self-belief builds you can also do it through meditative and uh, subconscious programming and repetitive programming of the subconscious mind, even you know shock situations for the subconscious mind. It's possible, definitely, to make the change there. Well, my experience is that in this time, leading with the physical is the best place to start. And I think the majority of society would agree with that. And you can see that in the huge... Boom, in the wellness industry, in, in wellness tourism, um, in fitness, you know, health, whichever kind of ways you want to label this stuff, the amount of people that have gym memberships, the gyms that exist, show that people have some consciousness of, we need to improve physically like i think this is a a powerful dominant thought that is circulating that most people are being impacted by we need to be looking after our physical bodies better and our daily life doesn't do that for us in the way that it did in the past okay so we have to build a new habit that didn't exist for our ancestors we look mostly like our ancestors we look mostly like our ancestors because we've inherited their traits well maybe we also inherited You know their personalities and their tendencies and maybe they had the tendency to be lazy when they didn't have to work but they had to be so physically active to keep the farm going or you know to hunt and and that sort of thing that there was no choice around that and then when it wasn't time to do those things they were probably you know some of them were probably pretty lazy maybe that's built into our programming or maybe they weren't but what is it that, you know, we're going to do to build this new habit to look after our physical bodies? You know, if, we, if we're no longer required to chop wood and carry water in the way that our ancestors were, then we need to build new habits and new systems. So coming back to the education stuff, I wouldn't recommend getting involved in education institutions that don't share your values. You know, I believe that it's very difficult to be around people and, and institutions that have opposite or opposing values to yourself and and not be dragged into that in that direction you know what i mean so if you want to experience physical excellence mental excellence then you need to be in environments that cultivate that and that value that and if you're moving away from those environments then you're know, really asking for trouble we're asking for um what we don't want okay so if you if you're spending time in the normal school system or the normal university system where those things aren't valued, then you have to fight to create a better culture for yourself in contrast to the environment that's being created around you. Or if that environment doesn't foster entrepreneurship and creating your own projects and running your own life then you have to create that culture in contrast to the environment that you're submerged in. And, and that's a difficult thing. And that's the reason why a lot of very successful people quit school because they need to get out of that environment so that they can get into who they want to be and what they want to do in life. You know, so a lot of the, the most successful people and richest people had to take themselves out of that education system. Now, of course, there are some that did go through those education systems But many times they they had trouble with authority and they, uh, you know, they had to break away in in different ways to to get done what they wanted to get done. You know, great people through history have had ideas that have been opposed um, around them. You know what I mean? Like they've done things that other people have said is impossible. So if you're not getting any resistance to the ideas and the plan that you have for life, if you're like, yeah, I'm going to be a lawyer and everyone just pats you on the back. But deep down, you know that that's not what interests you. Then, you know move in another direction don't 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 settle for that. I think that's probably the number one lesson that I have for people is don't settle and some people, I just want to be settled no don't settle once you're settled, you know what's going to happen then you know you need to keep moving, keep taking action, and maybe it is a more turbulent existence to some degree, but you're constantly evolving you're constantly overcoming challenges and you know i believe and my experience is that when you're in motion great things come into your life you're energized and life is just much better when you when you settle then you become stagnant <clears throat> and stagnant stagnated water you know starts to stink and i think that a lot of the mental ruts and the physical ruts that people get into it's it is that stagnation you know we need to do it better so You know, who are the people that are going to reform the education system? Who are the people who are going to reform the agricultural systems of our time? You know, how does the new economy work? These are the questions that need to be answered. We're being shuffled into these jobs and the jobs that come out of university these days because it's actually pretty simple to get into university and, and get your degree because those educations want your money. There's no real scarcity in those jobs anymore. So, you know, even the highest paying jobs, you know, doctors that I speak to, you know, when I speak to sports doctors. And some of them make, make really good money, but a lot of them are quite um, envious of the money that can be made in, you know, my field of human performance and, you know, health and wellness. And, and the doctors are actually realizing that and opening, you know, clinics around those kinds of things because they realize, well, that's, that's where the economy is going and there's a lot more fulfillment in it as well. Um, so most professions and, you know, doctors are, are the least capped, but they're still pretty capped in terms of income unless they're going to be entrepreneurial right so a lot of the degrees that you can get the profession that goes with that you you have a capped income that is not extremely high for the cost of living of the modern world and when you factor in the student debt and the interest you're going to pay on that debt you know don't do that <laughs> unless you really really want to do that and you're clear how you're going to use that to serve humanity and you know. Don't don't just jump into student debt when you're, you know, 16, 18 years old. Don't make the decision that you need that degree and you're gonna take on 50, 100 k worth of debt to do something you're not even sure about. Like follow what you really want to do and just get that done. You know, if you wanna make movies, don't go and study it at uni, just start making movies. You know, hang around, find the person who is the best movie maker in the style that you wanna do and just get with them, you know, spend time with them. Ask and you shall receive. Just keep asking. And you will find those people that will support you on your journey. Sometimes there's a super easy path to that. You know, in my case, if if you wanna learn from myself, from real movement, like I've actually laid all that stuff out for you and you can have access to that for like 40 bucks a month. And it's a thousand times better than what I received at university in my opinion and my experience. Like if you actually wanted to be good at helping humans to have a powerful um, uh, existence, you know, to be able to experience their own physical power and health, uh, wellness performance, you know, if that was your passion, you know, making the investment of $1,500 to work with me for a year versus investing $10,000 to go to university, you know, I, I would you know there's there 's a hundred times turnaround on that you 're getting ten times the education for a tenth of the price in in my experience and and obviously i 'm going to say that because i 've built it for that purpose that 's my life purpose <clears throat> my life purpose, my life mission. but if there 's not someone at that university who's going to tell you yes it 's my life purpose and my life mission to improve performance and standards for humanity then you might be in the wrong place. You know if that's your goal, then they're not your tutor, they're not the person that you want to be around. You know Get back to the roots of why you do what you do and why you did what you did. Get clear on your passion, and, and that's what's going to fuel you in 2020. You know, whatever you've done in the past, that's the past. Um, I went to university. my parents luckily, my parents paid for my university, um, and I, I didn't get that student debt. But I just stumbled into university because I wasn't ready to go into the workforce. Like I hadn't had a job. I didn't. I wasn't really ready for that. I didn't want to be, you know, slaving away. I kind of already knew that. So, you know, I went to university because I wanted to play hockey, and my passion at the time was, you know, physical development as it is now. But I, you know, my best subject at school was um, physical education, health, and personal development, and I was in the top fifty in the state. You know, out of I don't know how many you know thousand students maybe twenty thousand or fifty thousand students or something, you know I was in the top fifty in that subject because that's where my passion was in chemistry, you know and that that's what I that's what I wanted to learn more about so yeah I did go to uni and there were definitely good things there but did they teach me how to you know be a good coach like there was very little of that you know what I mean and it's a huge sacrifice to make I tell people now like if you want to go to uni cool. But make sure you're already successful before you go and do that. That's not going to make you successful in what you want to do. Like learn the craft that you you want to know and make money in that and then go to university when you can do it on your own terms, right? So when you've got a successful gym and, you know, you've got seven-figure turnover, you've got your staff, things are all organized. If you want to go to uni then, go to uni then. Um, if you can't get to that point, then, you you know, the university degree isn't gonna help you do it either. If, if you're getting the education everyone else is getting, then you can't expect to get results that they're not getting, right? So um, yeah, it's not to say that you can't do it, but don't expect it to do the work for you. And if you are currently going through a degree and you're getting kind of cheesed off by what I'm saying here, or you know, if what I'm saying kind of pushes against your belief system, that's okay. You know, like, that's what we're here for as well. You'd probably listen to real movement because, you know, you you get challenged. Uh, you listen to me because I challenge, you know, things that you believe in. But if you are there at the university, then, you know, be exceptional. You'll need to be exceptional. You know, there's all these people getting through, you know, the P's get degrees and this kind of, I, I don't know how many times I heard that, you know, during my first year of uni, I was lucky that I actually got a girlfriend who got high distinctions and it was just her normal was to get high distinctions and, you know, be careful who you hang around. I started to get distinctions and high distinctions and the only reason I graduated from university, maybe at all, but definitely w- with a distinction average was because of that girlfriend, you know, she just sort of, and because the competitive side, I guess, like I didn't want to be the dumb one in the relationship. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, you know, she was getting high, good results. And she studied and I sort of talked to her about what she did. And um, yeah, I started getting distinctions and high distinctions. And I I managed to graduate with a distinction average after, you know, getting passes and credits for the first part of university because no one set a standard for me, you know what I mean? And and no one sets a standard for most personal trainers, the standard isn't really set of you need to be able to do all this stuff, you know, like I'm in, in real movement culture you're expected to be able to to juggle and to progressively juggle to at least get to a five ball juggle to at least get to a 60 second handstand you know to at least get yourself close to to doing the splits and you know to be able to do um you know get yourself close to freestanding standing handstand pushups and one arm chin ups to to get yourself close to a double body weight back squat um yeah, close to 100 kilo snatch and, and and all those kind of numbers. And and you might think, well, why is he saying close to with everything? Well, that's pretty much where I've got to. And I can't really lead much beyond where I've been, right? So Mitch Pike put it up the other day, the leader is the limiter, which is chat chatting in the car and just, you know, that, that came out at some stage, I think talking to Troy and, and Mitch is like, oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty catchy. So, he, you know, he put it up on his Instagram, Mitch Pike, if you're not following him, uh, MP, the MP Daily, uh, Mitch Pike, is, is definitely one to check out. He's uh, part of our team with Real Movement and uh, a very thoughtful, thoughtful guy. You need to, you know, you want to have that vision for yourself and you want to consistently move towards that vision. You're going to be influenced by people around you. Don't get involved with education institutes that aren't going to take you in the direction that you want to go to. For me, to turn all, a lot of those almost, you know, get close to numbers into actual feats of expectation. What needs to happen? I, I need to do those things or I need to bring in other leaders to what we're doing that can do those things, you know, um, getting those one-arm handstands, those one-arm chin-ups, those those splits. And the standards have improved of the leading coaches in real movement. But even as it stands, you know, for me, I'm I'm still... It challenges me. It's not ideal, you know. There's there's some degree of disappointment th- that I haven't reached the physical standards that I would like to, um, that I sort of set for myself. But there's so much learning in that. There's so much personal journey, you know, through that process. And because of that, you know, I've been able to help over a hundred coaches you know, run better gyms and you know help. Um, guys who didn't have gyms to open new gyms, and for those gyms to be successful enough that they stay in business. Now, 2020 and beyond, it's about having those gyms be real hubs and community leaders, and having them be hugely financially successful, and and really become the go-to facilities, and you know, get to a point where we can have you know the world's highest-profile athletes putting their endorsement behind our coaches and our systems and the results that we're getting. But we need a, we've got a lot of work to do in 2020 to, to get to that point. I, I think that you know, things can evolve very quickly in the modern time, but there's a certain refractory period. There's a certain delay um, with physical development. You, know, you can't get all the physical development, drop all the fat, build all the strength overnight. We get very fast results with what we do. And they're efficient methods, but uh, it is going to take time. It takes time to build a new culture, um, but i don't see anything else more worthy of my time you know than to build this new culture so there is opportunity to have your own business within real movement you know we help people to run their own businesses better to make more money to derive more meaning from what they do to provide a better service you could actually have a business of just encouraging other people to become real movement coaches you know with our affiliate program that could literally be your job if you learn all the materials and you go around and explain to other people about why this is better than a lot of the education that is out there. You could quite, you could do quite well, uh, you could do very well, just based off the, the commissions of, of that. But you need to practice it. You'll need to be a physical specimen and a great human uh, to be successful in that. Because people don't want to hear it these days. They want to see it. They want to feel it. Right. So what are people seeing and feeling from you? Well, yeah. That's the results that you're getting. Oftentimes, people will say, Well, people just won't listen to me. You know, the athletes won't listen to me, or the coaches won't listen to me, or the, my clients don't listen to me. It's because they don't see it and feel it. You know, if you're over the Christmas period, you're drinking a lot of beers and eating a lot of junk food, then don't be surprised if, you know, your clients eat a lot of junk food and, and drink a lot of beer, because that's, that's the lesson. You know, you're the limiter. You're the limiter. So, you know, we have a weak culture. I believe in Australia and you know most of the Western world, you know, it's a culture of, it's cultural weakness. You know, we're encouraged to be mentally and physically weak. And, you know, most of us embrace that culture and celebrate that culture uh, to a large extent. What's the alternative? You know, stronger decisions, stronger living. Test it out, see what it feels like for you. You know, my experience is that people don't go back to living the way they were before, they were real movement members. Um, they 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 fade a little bit, and they they stop associating with real movement members, and they stop, you know, getting on the calls and and listening to the materials, and and they, they their standards deteriorate. But then they come back to it. Um, you know, if those standards do deteriorate, some people are able to to maintain, you know, what they learnt. The lessons in the early stages were nowhere near as strong as they are now. Oh, yeah, we're, we're seeing a lot of coaches actually coming back to Real Movement in 2019 and 2020. We'll see a lot of the, the original coaches that we've worked with come back and be challenged, you know, to go to another level. And, you know, what if we can make a, a global change? And you know, I've spoken about this on other podcasts. You know, there's no reason why this system can't be rolled out, you know, all through Africa, through Asia, through the Middle East, as well as through America, Europe and, and Australasia. You know, there's no... There's no reason you know that those places are going to have centers for physical cultivation and there's no you know there's no religious barrier with what we're doing. what we're saying is that the mind is very powerful and the body is very powerful and and exploring that power is going to give you a better experience of life and, and a better experience of life to all those around you that are under your influence and we all have people under our influence um, and we're under the influence of others right so that's, you know, that's what we're going to do. That's what we are doing. It's going to take a lot of people, a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of effort to build that. But what what's the alternative? Like like what what project is more worthy than human cultivation, cultivating human performance, human health, wellness, you know, self knowledge, I don't see anything more valuable than this and having a physical um, culture that goes together with, you know, the the mental, emotional, spiritual, etc. You know, it's something that's lacking in modern times. So we just need to take more action on it. I don't have all the answers, but I have a lot of questions and I will continue to not settle and to answer those questions, you know. So I encourage you to do the same. If you can see this path for yourself, you know, find that 40, you know, whatever it is, $40 a week, $30 a week and become part of this community, get into the training, transform yourself you 're not going to regret that you 're never going to regret the physical transformation that you go through, and yeah, you might have to work some kind of job that you 're not a thousand percent passionate about in the meantime, but there 's always jobs going if you're if you 're a great coach now if you 've already done two years of real movement education, you know all the stuff, you can do all the stuff. There are jobs going right now for you you know there 's body by brando 's hiring prodigy strength is hiring most of the gyms are constantly looking for someone who holds themselves to the mental and physical standards, you know, that that we hold ourselves to. And that opportunity is just getting bigger. You know, Fifth Element Wellness have employed, employed a lot of the coaches that have come through our system. There's always going to be, and the time, you know, right now, if you're a great coach, you're in demand, or you're lacking uh, network, one or the other, you know, so we're lucky that we have a really big and powerful network now and we also you know, have the system to help you be great and to be better um, than you are, which is always going to be there in front of us. So that's it for this podcast. We need a better education system. We need people to make stronger decisions. You know, Move away from your job. Don't plan on, on having a job. Plan on creating the change that you want to create in the world. Have your own business. Uh, build your own future and you know, do that around the values that you hold most dear to yourself. Make sure that your values are being nurtured and are aligned with you know, the people that you're spending a lot of time with, but also the education that you get. Thank you for jumping on. I appreciate your time. I'm excited for the year ahead. And uh, yeah, I look forward to working with you soon if that's the path that you wanna go down. If you can see that vision, then let's do that. And Drop me some thoughts. You know What comes up for you with this? I think somewhere inside you, you know what the dream is. If you don't, then just sit, and breathe, listen, and you, you will have some clarity about what the next step is. Just take the next step. It's okay, just take the next step. We all have that impulse trying to get into our consciousness. Sometimes we just have to sit and listen for a little while. And then we know when we're going in the right direction. The guy I spoke to on the phone last night, Anthony from England, successful engineer, making good money. He's a dad. He's like, I just know that I need to be working with pro athletes, and I have a skill set that I know can make an impact in their lives. He has a big, you know, um, NLP and uh, management background, and he's done really well using that background and and what he's done in business. But he he feels inside of himself that. He needs to get into um working with with elite athletes, and you know he said at the end of the call last night when he made the decision to work with us that's the most excited and the most joy that he's felt in in a long time. I don't believe that's related to me; I believe that's inside of him and in his internal guidance telling him yes, like this is the direction that you need to go in, and you know. I get that feeling as well when people connect with me, people who have skills and who know where they want to go in life and they can make a decision. You know, I know that great things are coming for those people because all they need to do is, you know, go through the education material, turn up to the events and amazing things happen because I've seen it over and over and over again. And people learn more about themselves, they up their skills, they back themselves. And just taking that first step to back yourself is, is often the hardest one. So if you need some help with that, if you've got some questions, then let me know. I'm excited for 2020. I'm excited for what we're all going to do and the journey ahead. I hope you can see that this is happening. Uh, it's, it's already happen, happening. In, in some ways, it's already happened. So let's bring this new culture to life. Talk to you soon.